Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of the Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast. I am one third of the hosting crew waiting on Kurt and Brandon to join us here. Uh, got a lot to talk about this week. SummerSlam took place uh, last weekend. We're going to be reviewing SummerSlam, giving our uh, good, bad, and ugly for the show. We're going to be taking a look at AEW All In at Wembley Stadium going over uh, at least what matches have been announced thus far. Um, they haven't announced the entire card yet. Uh, we'll also be taking a look at This Week in Wrestling History, returning to that segment. Um, we'll touch a little bit on the shows this week. We're not going to do full show reviews for this week, uh, but we will be touching on some of the shows and some of the things that happened. Um what else? What else? What else? Talking a little uh, backstage rumors and things of that nature. What's going on with some of the people um, as far as contract situations, injury situations and whatnot. Uh, Brandon, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. How about yourself, Ron? And I can't complain. Although I think I have a pinched nerve um, from where I, yeah. I slept wrong or something a few days ago. And... I've got a little bit of pain running through my shoulder blade and down my arm. So I've tried to let it work itself out. I mean, it's nothing major. I'm, I'm, I'm not in any serious pain or anything, but I've tried to let it work itself out. And um, I think I'm going to have to go to the doctor on this one. <laughs> Damn. Getting old Morning sucks, time. man. What's going on, Kurt? How you doing, man? Good. How you doing? Yeah. I don't know why this echo did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, Kurt, welcome back. How how are you, man? Uh, everything's going uh, okay. So I'll let y'all know. I had um, I got sick a couple of weeks ago. They did an EKG on me, and they said I might have some blockage in my heart. Well, they did a uh, blood work and a screening. So I got a lot of hot uh, calcium buildup. So I got to go have a, where they put the thing in your vein and look at your heart with the camera. Mm-hmm. I got to have that done uh, this coming up Thursday. Okay. And he said if any blockage in it, he can clear it out. Oh, man. I hope uh, hope everything comes out well. We'll definitely keep you in our thoughts and prayers uh, with that yes, going on. I, yes, I ain't, man. Yeah. I told you, Brandon, get me such man. I, I, I see. Every day. Hold on one second, y'all. All right. All right. But, yeah, hey, man, hey, I, I see because I even in my own <laughs> life and everything, I feel it too. Like, I can't do what I used to do when I was younger. Man, I told somebody. In my head, I still think I can. <laughs> right. I told somebody years ago that, um, like, just sitting here physically – I feel like I could I could get up and still run a good five on five full court basketball game. Yeah. Then when I go to attempt it, I'm about to pass out. So. <laughs> yep. Yeah, man. I literally have to um like I like you know sometimes we go outside with the kids and stuff, mm-hmm. and you know they want you to run with it. you do it for a little bit, and then it's like oh okay okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hill Club, what's going on, man? Hey. Thank you for joining the show. Hey, what's As up, Hill Club? Uh, I haven't tried Icy Hot Pads. You know, I I have some stuff here that's sort of like Ben Gay, but supposed to be better. Um, I've tried that, and that didn't help. But I may try some Icy Hot Pads, man. I haven't thought about that. 
They work. Yeah. They work. Yeah. They get the job done. I mean, yeah, I've used them before for, for lower back pain. They definitely work for that. I may even hook up my TENS unit to my shoulder to see if that hurts, That if that helps. Yeah. Oh, man. So, fellas, did you get to get a chance to watch all, all your wrestling this week? I know I did not. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to, to check know, out everything. I was about to say, you know, you know I didn't. I, yeah, I did. yeah, yeah, I yeah. Home yeah. Collapsed a lot this week. Brandon, you get a pass. You get a pass. <laughs> and I, I didn't, I didn't see anything for SmackDown, um, because of that damn game. Yeah, the Atlanta Falcons preempted SmackDown in Atlanta this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that defense looked like it got some Hellraisers on it. By the way, so. Uh, well, don't get it was nice to watch. Don't get too excited game. now. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> Cut it out. Cut it out. I'm just, I'm just saying. And Kurt, Kurt's a free agent this year, so uh, we'll, it'll be interesting to see your your outlook on the on the professional football season this year because he he is no longer with that former uh, football club of his. He is now a free agent looking for a new club. <laughs> Absolutely, take my application. <laughs> Kirk said he had had enough of Dallas and shit. He's off. He's off the fan. Fan. Well, I shouldn't say bandwagon because you weren't a bandwagon fan. I have never seen a team lose a game so bad that the fans started crying. I had never seen that before in my life, before or since. <laughs> that was one. That's one of those. That's one of those times. Like you, if you was watching that live on TV, you would have thought you was in Twilight Zone. <laughs> Oh man! All right, fellas, let's get started on some uh, on some professional wrestling talk. Um, just to let you guys know that are listening to the show, we will at some point be doing a show um, this year uh, centering around football. Uh, we're going to talk some other sports and things like that because we're we're all sports fans. So we are going to take a, a slight what's the word I'm looking for diversion or a detour and talk talk some football at one point. Uh, but that'll probably be after the season starts. Oh, man. So let's take a look at uh, what happened this week in pro wrestling history. All right. For – give me one second, fellas. Get this shit right. <clears throat> Told y'all good quality shit on this show. All right. So for August 7th, August 7th this week in – professional wrestling history in 2001 uh, let's see an eventful Smackdown taping took place that saw Diamond Dallas Page and Canyon become the first WCW tag team champions to hold the WWF tag team championship championships when they beat the APA I do not remember Page and Canyon beating uh, Bradshaw and uh, and uh, Ron Simmons. I do not remember wow. that. All right. Let's see what else we got. Uh, trying to see if anything of note happened. Uh, in 2011, Kurt Angle defeated Sting to win the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. And Rena, a.k.a. Sable Lesnar, was born this date in 1967. Did Do y'all realize how long they've been married? They've been married like what twenty years, something like that. Yeah, it's been close to it, yeah. 
They've been married for me. I didn't realize that until earlier this week. I was looking at some stuff, wondering what she's up to now, what she looks like now, stuff like that. And they've been married for a minute. Damn. I wonder how Brock got her. Say what? I wonder how Brock got her. I I don't know, man. That's got to be an interesting story. I'm talking about she dumped Mark Merrill. Shout out to Mark Merrill. Dumped Mark Merrill so goddamn quick and went right on over the... You gotta if you ain't never heard the story behind it. Mark Merrill told the story behind that. Go listen to it. But man, I just I shit. Even Mark, I only know Mark even come around anymore. He's like, man, I ain't going up against that big motherfucker. You got it. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, Nineteen ninety-eight. Let's see. Nothing. That's just talking about WCW Road Road Wild. Uh, let's see. In two thousand sixteen, Seth Rollins lays down a passionate claim to be the very first WWE Universal Champion against Finn Balor uh, at SummerSlam. And I believe that's the SummerSlam he got injured too, right? Which one? Uh, 2016. That's correct. Yep, that's it. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's okay. Uh, let's see. 2017, what happened? Nothing major happened there. Notable birthdays. Lord Alfred Hayes, born in 1928. Lord Alfred. Damn, he was a shit. If he was still alive today, he'd been almost 100 years old. Yes. And uh, 93? 95. And also, Shayna Baszler was born um, August 8th, 1980. So, uh, happy belated birthday to Shayna Baszler. August ninth. Shayna Baszler is forty three years old. Really? Yes. Don't seem like it. It yeah. really don't. That shit blows my mind. She is forty three years old. <laughs> Damn. Mm. All right. On August ninth, nineteen eighty, the WWF had held their uh, showdown at Shea, which was a, a wrestling event held at Shea Stadium. Um, the crowd was three, uh, 36,295. They saw Bruno Sammartino defeat Larry Zabisco in a steel cage match. Two of the boldest wrestlers in the history of wrestling. (laughs) Um, the, the card also featured Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant, uh, several years before their WrestleMania three encounter. Um, Bob Backlund versus Pedro Morales. The Wild Samoans, uh, or versus the Wild Samoans, rather. They beat them for the tag team championships. Uh, let's see, in 97, Hulk Hogan regained, Hollywood Hogan, excuse me, regained the WCW Heavyweight Championship from Lex Luger. 97. This is something I thought was interesting. Sabu defeated Terry Funk in a barbed wire match for the ECW championship. The match was considered so violent that Paul Heyman refused to ever book a match of its kind again, and he never did. I don't remember seeing that match. Yeah, Yeah, man. Hey, when you two first came out, that was one of the first matches I ever looked up and watched. I was sitting in in Curtis' house watching that match. Yeah, I yep. go back and watch that. I don't remember seeing it. That's the match that um that's the match that Sabu got his bicep ripped open. Ah, where's where's bicep fell out? Yeah. Okay. 
1999, Y2J began in WWF. Interrupted uh, The Rock during his promo. I remember that. Because when they first did it, I was thinking it was a countdown to the new millennium. And um, <clears throat> then I started thinking about I'm like, wait a minute, that don't add up. What the hell are they talking about? And then it was revealed that it was Chris Jericho making his debut as Y2J. All right, let's see. That's really it. Um, on August 9th, 1991, Alexa Bliss was born. And uh, we talked about it earlier. I didn't know that she was pregnant. So, I didn't either. Yeah, I, uh, I just happened to run across a video she shared on... Uh, on Instagram and showing uh like her stomach move the baby was moving and everything and I'm like wait a minute I didn't even know she was pregnant last I heard she was having some sort of uh skin cancer removal or something all right in 1976 August 10th I wasn't even quite one year old at that point the man who would go on to be- to become Hulk Hogan had his first professional wrestling match against B. Brian Blair. B. Brian Blair. Hogan had his first match in 76. Damn. Oh, man. Um, Let's see. Trying to see if anything else of note. Uh, 2008, Samoa Joe defeated Booker T in a steel cage weapons match to retain the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Um... I don't remember that, but then I wasn't watching a whole lot of uh, of TNA either. So, um, in 2019, Adam Cole defeated Joey. Or I did it again. I did it again. God damn it! Adam Cole defeated Johnny Gargano in a two out of three falls match to retain the NXT Championship at NXT Takeover Toronto. Uh, uh, say what? When, said oh, I thought one of y'all said something. Uh, wrestling birthdays on August the 10th. Uh, Savio Vega was born on August 10th, 1966. Wade Barrett was born uh, August 10th, 1980. And they got listed here, Solomon Grundy, uh, born in 1961. I don't know who Solomon Grundy is as far as wrestling goes. I know who the... the comic book character is but all right so let's jump on over to august 11th let's see uh 1997 august 11th 1997 Shawn michaels returned to in-ring action against mankind uh and revealed his new quote-unquote insurance policy as ravishing rick rude who was also returning and uh, also of note on that episode in 1997, the Nation of Domination revealed Rocky Mavia as its newest member. Wow. Wonder how that turned out for everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, wonder how that guy's doing now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, let's see. In 2019, uh, Bray Wyatt's new alter ego, The Fiend, Made its debut. Yeah. Wow. Who cares? The Fiend was boring to me. Uh, Birthday is on August 11th, 1953. 
the Hulkster himself was born. So basically, Hulk had his first match. Was it on his birthday or some time uh, around? The day before. Day before. Yeah, the day before. Wow. His first match was August tenth, nineteen seventy six. His birthday is August eleventh. What's hell of a birthday? Let's see. Here we go for August the twelfth. See if we got anything of note here. Uh, in 1988, both Kurt Hennig and Owen Hart made their WWF television debuts. Um, and for the longest, I thought Kurt Kurt Hennig's last name was Henning, like I-N-G, and it's not. I've been pronouncing that name wrong for the last 20 years or so. Let's see what else we got. Uh, Guess we all have. Because oh, <laughs> I pronounced it the same way. <laughs> Yeah, I just happened to notice how it was spelled. <clears throat> uh, nothing else of uh, of note took place on August 12th. Let's see who was born on August 12th. Damn. Terry Taylor, born on August 12th, 1952. Happy birthday to Terry Taylor. Uh, Jonathan Coachman. Shout out to the coach and happy birthday, 1972. And uh, that's all we got for this week in wrestling history. Not a not a very active week. You had Hulk Hogan's first match and his birthday, but not a very active week for uh, the 7th through the 12th of August. So now I will say, if y'all have never seen, hold on, if, I will say if you've never seen that barbed wire match between Terry Funk and Sabu. If you don't have a weak stomach, go watch it. Got <laughs> yeah, a weak I, stomach, I here, you might not want to see it. Now that I realize it's the match where his bicep fell out and taped it up, I've seen that that clip, but I've never seen the entire match. I don't think watch the whole match. Yeah, that that's one of that's one of the matches that like kind of made people shit on hardcore wrestling too. They was like, "What's the point?" But yeah. It's, it was pretty, pretty gruesome. Pretty gruesome. Yep. So, and the, for a little bit of news before we jump into looking at um, the all-in card or anything, um, Brock Lesnar is not expected to be back anytime soon. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to come back, but uh, the, Dave Meltzer is reporting that, um, that he's not going to be back for – for the foreseeable future, so we'll, we'll take a look and see what's going to happen with Brock. Let me ask this, uh, Brandon, do you think at this age and this stage in the game, should Brock come back? I think he should be able to wrestle as long as he wants to wrestle. Because he brings, um, he brings eyes to the product. Everything that he does, for the most part, means something. And, you know, he's whether we boo or cheer, he's a fan favorite, so... I think he should, if, as long as he want to wrestle and he want to come back and do anything in the ring, he should be he should be allowed to, in my opinion. Yeah, he. I mean, he he still has good matches. Um, he doesn't look like he's he's slowed down any. I mean, uh, so I'm all in favor of him coming back. What about you, Kurt? What do you think? I think as long as they keep doing it like they do now, like a special attraction and not every week or every right. month, I think they're doing a good job with that. He's, you, do, you know he's going to be in shape all the time. So right. absolutely. Absolutely. You got to keep bringing it back. Yep. And just like I said, special occasion, 
They're going to make money and people going to watch. Yep. Okay. So, um, also something to talk about. Uh, Sonya Deville, um, if, if for those of you that don't know, tore her ACL. Damn. And uh, she'll be out of action for nobody knows how long right now, but uh, she'll be out of action for a while. Let's just put it like that. At least a year. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, Liv, Liv Morgan's injured. Ronda Rousey's on her way out. And with with Liv Morgan injured and Ronda Rousey on her way out, um, who does that leave for for tag team champions championships? Is is there another tag team or are they or well yeah, is I don't think there's any other tag teams to even put that belt on right now. There isn't. Say what, Brandon? Say it again. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see what happens that I saw um I'm not sure who shared oh, it. Uh, y'all not hear me? No, I'm sorry, Kurt, yeah, I did not. Well it's like yeah, I think your mic going in and out. All right, hold on one minute. Yeah, what? Hey, we ain't run. We ain't had one of these in so long. <laughs> Technical difficulties. <laughs> we had a nice, good, long stretch we without no a, bullshit. Yeah, man, we had a long run yeah, without any technical difficulties. For those of y'all who know the OGs of the show, y'all know exactly what we what we're talking about. <laughs> we but, know about uh, Yeah, we yeah. can hear you. Okay. So what did you say? But, um, Hill Club says, "Oh, go ahead, Kurt. I'm sorry." No, I was saying that women's tag team they had brought over from NXT to put them on them. Okay. The, uh, uh, Katana Chance and Casey Carter—that's their name. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The girls. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, what whatever happened to them? Because I ain't seen them on TV the last few weeks. No, I don't Unless know. I, I haven't them. heard anything about them. Hmm. So, but shoot, even the uh, uh, uh Alba Fire and Fire. her other partners, you could, I forgot about them too. They took them off as soon as they got the, they, as soon as Shayna Baszler and them uh beat them for the belts, they took them off TV. True. True. So, but but now, like, in, but you know, in the world's a hill, in the words of Hill Club, the women. Like, Women tag team titles are cursed. It seems like everybody that get those titles, either they get hurt or they just all fall off a cliff as soon as they um, lose them. Yeah, man. Those things are definitely cursed. Like, something ain't ain't right about them bills. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, According to Meltzer, um, WWE really wanted to get their hands on Kenny Omega. Um. They saw him as uh, somebody that could contribute to their product. Um, but yeah, according to Meltzer, he was high on their list of uh, of people to sign. That uh, that kind of shocks me, man. What do, what do you think about that, Kurt? I call bullshit on that. <laughs> Straight no chaser. Uh, man, what about you, Brandon? I'm not shocked at all, but. Yeah. Now, would you would you think that his style, the way he wrestles, would that do you think that would translate well to WWE style? I think that if he has the right agent and they let him do him, and he just has the right agent slash producer to produce those matches, 
I think it'll be okay. But do I think it'll be sustainable for a long time? No. Especially as long as Vince is somewhere around because, you know, they want to do things the way that they want to do them. So it's one of those things, like, I can't definitively say yes or no. Yeah. Because I think that, you know, as long as he has the right people around him and they can kind of manage him, then it'll be okay. But if not, and they, you know, fuck it up like they've done with so many people, then okay. Kenny Omega wrestling on main event. Speaking of fucking up, um, AEW recently had two people come in, and they've got a history of doing this. They recently had two people come in, and I think fucked up with both of them. Um, The first one being RVD. Although he looked good in his match, and I don't know that you want to beat Jungle Boy right now, I definitely don't think you want... uh, Come on, man. Jungle Boy pinning RVD? No. Um, And then, was it last night or Wednesday, he's now Johnny TV showed up and got beat by Orange Cassidy. Don't figure out another damn name. And it's just, why do you bring these guys in? And then beat them with bullshit people. So, anyway. Um, he'll close it. He'll match up with RVD's wife. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet hey, you would. I seen I see, I see some shit the other day where RVD was, it was in, uh, it was in, it was on Impact some time ago, but he was beating up somebody. I forgot who it was. And RVD's wife was on stage twerking while damn RVD stumbled a mud hole in this dude. I was like, now what in the <laughs> kind of damn shit? Hey, shout out to our, shout out Rob and Dan's wife. All right. All right. All right. Again, before we get into, uh, we're going to take a look at um, All In coming up next weekend at Wembley Stadium. We're going to take a look at that card, and or at least what we know about that card so far, and uh, kind of go over that. But before we do, I want to talk about, if if y'all don't mind, I want to talk about this, the opening segment on AEW Dynamite this past Dynamite. week. Um, okay, before we do that, let me talk about uh, All In and SummerSlam just money-wise right quick. Yes, sir. So, um, SummerSlam made $8 million um, last weekend. Oh, shit. Yeah, but all, I mean, the, what is it coming in, uh, Wembley, is it All In? Yeah, all in. All in. They made nine million. Damn. Yeah. So the the record that uh, SummerSlam made would only last until next weekend because uh, AW they have made nine million dollars with all in so far. Damn. Damn it, man. Damn. Well, I mean, you know, when they're in their latest, uh, uh, what you call it, call. I can't remember what, but the. Call with the stockholders, or whatever their revenue was up twenty. Supposedly, their revenue was up twenty five percent year over year. And I, I, the only thing I can contribute that to or attribute that to is the bloodline, because I don't see anything else that's helped them get that much revenue. Uh, but then, what do I know? <laughs> but this. Uh, this opening segment that happened on Wednesday night for AEW Dynamite, they um, teased it last week, or the week before, I should say. Um, 
by saying that there was a mandatory Jericho Appreciation Club, uh, or society, excuse me, that there was a mandatory meeting next week, which was this past Wednesday, and they opened the show with this bullshit. And I, I don't know how it's going to sound to the people that listen to our show. Um, I do want to say I'm not trying to sound uh, sexist or whatever, but I don't watch professional wrestling to see grown men cry in a ring because one other guy chose another guy to wrestle against. I, it's... The whole thing was stupid. It was it was poorly, poorly performed. I've seen, I put this on social media. I've seen better acting in a porno. Um, it, it was just, it was bad. And then I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call out Danny Garcia specifically. Bro, stop that damn dance. It's stupid. Um, but it's, it especially didn't fit in this moment. They're sitting there telling Jericho what they think about him and how they're done. And then when he drops his mic, he stands in front of Jericho and does that stupid-ass little dance. And walking off, I guess he's trying to sell it. He's, like, talking to himself, motioning with his hands. Jack Hager, his line was, you know I really like that hat. Where are you in your wrestling career when your entire gimmick is based around a goddamn hat? Um, it was just a stupid waste of time to me, um, poorly acted by everybody involved. The follow-up backstage with Jericho talking to Don Callis was equally as stupid. Just, I would rather them just go away, man. Um, I know Brandon said he didn't see it. Kurt, did you see that? I did not see it. I'm going to go back and look at it. Yeah. But uh, I agree with you, uh, Jericho needs to go away. That damn Danny Garcia is terrible. I mean, they've just shitted all over Jake Hayden. They just yes. shitted all over Absolutely nothing. You got a guy who, I mean, I'm not going to say he was the best in the ring, but you got a guy that was fighting MMA legitimately at the time, and you bring him in and you you make him look stupid. So I make him look like a big-ass, goofy nothing, like a big yes. dumb it, it, it's terrible. And, yeah, he, it, and yeah. I, I blame him. Well, I understand you got to make money, but you got to have some kind of self-respect about yourself. Absolutely. You're doing it just, it's just ridiculous, man. I'm talking about bank. And as a man, you got to be like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. The whole thing was stupid. Um, I haven't been a big fan of any of the groups or factions or whatever that have been put together by Jericho, but this, the ending of this one was especially stupid. I, I, I don't know what else to say about it. Um, I was watching the TV, just shaking my damn head because it, these guys were faking crying, man. Anyway. Let's move on. All right, let's move on. AEW All In is next weekend, next Saturday, as a matter of fact, uh, at Wembley Stadium. And uh, we're going to take a look at the cards that they have listed as of right now. I don't think that they've um, listed all the matches. 
And Kurt, um, I won't steal your thunder. I'll let you have this one talking about because you brought it up on the pregame um, about what Bully Ray said about the card for um, for All In. Yeah, so Bully Ray was on his podcast. He brought up a good point. He said since AEW has sold all these tickets as of right now, he said if it was me, I would announce any card and I would just let it be a surprise that day and just have everybody music play and then let the crowd pop on who's going up against each other. And I thought that was a very good idea. I think, you know, if you're going to do it one time based off of what they did as far as how many tickets they sold, but I thought that was a great idea. Great idea. Yeah, I agree. I, I definitely think it would work, especially for that crowd. Um, do, does anybody know right now uh, officially how many tickets have been sold for, for All In? I know it was somewhere around the seventy four, seventy five thousand 75000 last I looked. Last I heard, it was like seventy nine or 80000 they're, they're, They think they're going to be able to get to eighty four and just sell, uh, have a legitimate sellout. Nice, it was like seventy-nine thousand nice. as of this week. Nice, nice. And and I take nothing away from AEW, but I've seen. Um, I don't know if it was an official AEW post, um, but I, I saw something somewhere where they were comparing what WWE did at Wembley versus what they did. And I want to point out to fans: don't be fooled by that. Um, the WWE show was held at Old Wembley Stadium that didn't seat as many people as the new Wembley Stadium, which is where AEW is going. Now, that takes nothing away from what AEW has accomplished selling this amount of tickets, especially selling this amount of tickets before any fucking match was even announced. Um, it's very impressive that they were able to do that. All right, so let's take a look here. I'm gonna I'm looking at sportingnews.com, and I'm just gonna go in the order that they have listed here. Uh, they've got MJF, who is the champion, versus Adam Cole for the AEW World Title. Which, from what we understand from AEW TV, that's gonna be the main event. Um, I I don't see MJF losing his title. Um. I think he comes out on top. Now, how he does, I don't know. Um, but you got to think that Roderick Strong is going to factor into this match some way, somehow. Um, honestly, I'm not really looking forward to this match. Um, I'm not excited by anything that MJF and Adam Cole have done thus far as a tag team. I think a lot of it has been crazy again. I don't watch wrestling to watch guys talk about their feelings. I'm all for expressing yourself. I'm all for getting your feelings out. Um, but in the context of professional wrestling, I don't watch wrestling to see guys talk about their feelings. Um, Kurt, what do, you, what do you think about this match? I hate it. I fucking hate it. I don't know why they put them together. They first, first y'all enemies, now y'all fucking best friends. This shit is stupid as fuck. But I can see Adam Cole win this match. I definitely can see that happen. Okay. All right. Uh, Brandon, what do you think about the matchup uh, for the championship, uh, Adam Cole versus MJF? I think that it would be cool to see Adam Cole turn on MJF and put a swerve in the store. To me, that would make it more interesting. And I'm like you. I don't like – yeah. um, I'm with you, Ron. I don't – 
in professional, I'm, I don't, I, I, I don't like watching the bromance stuff like that. Unless it's like, <clears throat> unless it's like, you know, like y'all like a legitimate tag team or something like that. I don't know. I, I, not only, I'm like, I know what I want to say, but I don't really know how to put it. But it's just the way that whole thing kind of came about. I'm just like, ugh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's Cause stuff, I, like, come on, man. Like, all that bromance stuff and all that. And I'm like, y'all were just trying to kill each other a couple months ago. So, exactly. what the Exactly. I'm like, now, even, even, even in the days when Kane and the, when Kane and the Undertaker had their little beef, when they made up, it, just, it didn't seem disgusting. You get what I'm saying? Right. It's like, okay, you at the end of the day, like, you're still, my, you know, in, in kayfabe, like, you're still my brother. So, fan, you know, blood thicker than water. That was that type of thing. But this right here, I'm just like, I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen this happen in real life. So, fucking terrible. Yeah. yeah I, I don't like it. Um, I, I'm not saying they can't discuss, like, hey, man, I don't appreciate how you did this, this, and this, or whatever. I'm not saying shit like that, but to, like you said, Brandon, to go so so far into whatever it is, hey, man, don't worry, you didn't lose the match. It's okay. Come on, man. No. I, I No. I don't watch professional wrestling, professional wrestling to see that. Um, I can see a tag team partner saying, hey, man, pick yourself up. We got shit to do. All that kind of stuff, but just to go on and on and on the way they did, it's it, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, and my God, what have they done to Roderick Strong? They had this man on the the stage, people consoling him because once again he's crying. It's I, I just don't get it. If anything, if anything. Roderick Strong should be pissed off right now, ready to take Adam Cole's head off or something. It, it shouldn't be people coming out, hey, man, it's okay. It's okay. No. No. You make Roderick Strong look weak as hell, in my opinion. So, uh, but moving on, we beat that up enough. <laughs> and I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to beat the hell out of this one, too. But uh, FTR who are the tag team, AEW tag team champions, taking on the Young Bucks for the AEW World Tag Team titles. I love FTR. I think they are absolutely the best tag team in professional wrestling right now. Um, arguably the best tag team in wrestling that we've seen in the last few years outside of the Briscoe Brothers, with all due respect to them. Um, but I'm not Simply because of the Young Bucks style of wrestling, I am not at all interested in seeing this match. Um, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I just I do not like the Young Bucks. I don't like their style. Um, they are more of the type of wrestler that's, hey man, I got to get my shit in. I got to I got to get my spots in, rather than being the type of wrestlers that want to have a good match. Um, because your spots do not equal a good match. Um, I actually see the Young Bucks coming out on top on this one. Um, I just, maybe I'm wrong and maybe I'm being too inside or whatever, but I see them putting themselves over in front of Wembley Stadium. Um, Brandon, what do you think about this one? Uh, 
I'm, I'm gonna watch. <laughs> At first, I was anyway. wondering if you were there. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna watch anyway. I just, I just, I don't know, man. I just, you know what? I'm just anticipating the show, and I'm just gonna kind of just sit back and just watch it unfold. Like I'm not trying to think too hard about it. I guess you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. The only one, yeah, but you know, don't the only one is just, it's just how everything just kind of building up. That's what's throwing it off for me. Or whatever, but I think that you know some of the matches have potential. I think this match has potential to be pretty good. So, you know, we'll see. I'm gonna give it a chance. I, I just don't see it. Simple again, simply because of the way the young bucks wrestle. Um, yeah, I, but, I, I don't, I don't, I don't threw that. That's that's just what they do. I, I don't, I don't toss that to China. Yeah, a long time and, ago. And let let's be honest, the two biggest reasons they didn't go to WWE. Is because of one money, two Vince or Triple H aren't gonna let them do what they do. Hell no! <laughs> and, Hell and for no, good really, reason. Hey, the, only, the, only, the only, the only, the only, tag team that can super kick anybody out of their shoes the whole match is the Usos, and they don't even do it that much. So, Kurt, what do you think about FTR versus the Young Bucks? I'm not interested. Don't want to see it. Um. But I I can't I don't think FTR I mean I don't think the uh, Young Bucks will go over in this match I think FTR will win this match I wouldn't be surprised if the Young Bucks you know put themselves on top but I don't think they're gonna win this one I think I'll go with FTR to win but I'm not interested in seeing it at all Yeah I mean I'll I'll, I'll check I, it out maybe I'll be surprised Who knows I was say I don't I don't know if FTR is gonna win this one because I'm just kind of looking around like who else is gonna who else they're gonna beat who else who else is going to wrestle them? Well, I, I think they pretty much beat everybody. They're the same with the Young Bucks. So who are they going to wrestle tonight? I think, shit, that's a good question. Do we, do we see the return of the exploding shoe? <laughs> I hope not. That was some bullshit. I hope yes, not. it was. So I'm, yes, like, it you was. That, you, I'm like, that, that uh, um, old boy should have had, his whole face should have been blown off. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. I don't even know if I want to see that. Next up, they've got Ikaro Shida versus Tony Storm, and um, I believe Soraya has has won her way in. Do you all remember who the other person was that won their way in? No, no, yeah, I don't either. Uh, Heel Club, if you do know, let let us know. I can't remember, but Ikaro Shida versus Tony Storm versus Soraya and someone else. <laughs> So you know what I was hoping. You know what I was hoping right here. What's I was that? hoping that somebody got her. One of them got hurt, and then Jay Carhill made her return in this match and win. Oh, that'd be dope. Hey man, but we don't even know if she's even coming back or not. But that's, that's what I was dope. about to say. Reports are that she's done. Yep, I saw that. I, yeah, I saw it, but I was like, that was just my hope. Okay, so but yeah, I think uh, they, I think Jay Carhill need to go to that baby. Uh, it was Brick Baker. Hill Club, Hill Club said is uh, Breaker is the is the fourth lady in the match. Um, <laughs> what do I say about this and still not offend somebody? Um, this match is going to be a clusterfuck. Yep. Um, that that's all I really have to say because Soraya, I, I love Paige in WWE. And was actually happy when I saw her in AEW. But everything that's happened since has been absolute trash. Um, 
And maybe she can't help it. Maybe it's because of the injury, which is all the more reason just to be a ringside manager or something. But uh, Britt Baker, for as good as she's been at times, she's been equally as bad at times. So I just think this match is going to be a huge clusterfuck. Um, And I have no idea who's going to come out on top. Uh, Kurt, what say you about this match? I agree with everything you just said. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Brandon, what about you? Same. All right, moving on. Um, next up, they've got Darby Allen and Sting versus A.R. Fox and Swerve Strickland in a coffin match. Again, I think this is going to be a clusterfuck. Um, I like Darby, and I like Swerve. Um, I like Sting, but to me, Sting is, he's 60, what, four, 60-something. But I'm I'm not really looking forward to this match. Um, I, I The Mogul Embassy thing, it looked very uncoordinated and very, I don't know. It, um, I don't know. And, and Sting, I just think, it, obviously, his better days are behind him. I just wish he would, he would hang it up, be a mentor to Darby or something, but damn. Um, Brandon, what do you think about this match? Oh, I'm sorry. Can you say the match one more time? My thing went out. No problem. Darby Allen and Sting versus A.R. Fox and Swerve Strickland in a coffin match. Oh, uh, well, okay. So a coffin match. So basically that's a, that's a, uh, it's a, the, it's the, the, dang it, drawing blank. It's AEW version of a casket match, right? You yeah. got to shut them in the casket and close it. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, hey, I'm, It's going to be a cluster, and but I think with the participants that are in the match, they're going to kind of make it entertaining. So am I looking forward to seeing that match? Yeah, not really, but at the same time, it's a gimmick match. I love a good gimmick match, so let's see what they got. And, um, you know, I'm a big fan of uh, Darby Allin and Swerve Strickland. I kind of feel like it shouldn't have been a tag match. It might, maybe it could have been them two. Maybe I would have been a little bit more intrigued, but, hey, let's see. Let's see what happens. Yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, welcome to the show, Ralph William Podcast. Thank you for, for joining in. Thank you for sharing the podcast or the uh, live stream as well. We appreciate that. Um, Kurt, what do you think about Darby Allen and Sting taking on AR Fox and Swerve in this coffee match? Oh, Kurt's got us on pause. I didn't see or mute. I didn't see that. I'm sorry. I was talking. I didn't know that. So I like all four wrestlers. Let me say that on the beginning. I like how they had AR Fox turn on Darby Allen. And I don't think this match will be a cluster. I think it'll be okay. And if they do it right, you can put, um, you can boost AR Fox and Swerve Strickland. But I think you can do a lot with Swerve. But I like how they're trying to build both of them up. Can somebody, this is, this is kind of a, you know, nothing to do with nothing question, but it's summertime. Why the hell is Swerve Strickland coming to the ring in a big ass? That's coat? a good ass. That's a good ass question because when he was on TV the other day, I'm like, why got that hot ass damn jacket on? Hot ass girl in the face mask. In the face, face, face mask. Face mask. I could I could live with, but come on, man, you coming to the ring must, with a damn hot ass coat on? Man, they must got they must have had the air on in that <laughs> arena on like forty. Had to. 
He's hard as it. I'm, 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 I'm kind. I'm looking at the TV, yelling at him like I would yell at one of these kids out here walking around. <laughs> it's 98 degrees outside, and they got on that thick ass hoodie. Yeah, he's trying man. to be cool, man. He's trying to be cool, man. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool, I man. think that's the wrong way to go about it. I'll be on TV porn sweat so hard, y'all probably think I was having a heart <laughs> The new generation, And Hill Club, is Sting going to jump and fly? Lord, I hope not. The last he time is. he did it, he almost busted his teeth out. Yeah, I, I, I think you could, we can could almost guarantee Sting is going to fly off of something. Oh, Lord. Come on, man. All right. The last match they have listed for the second time in the night, you will see MJF and Adam Cole. They'll be taking on Aussie Open for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles. I think the match, I think Aussie Open will give us some some good spots in the match, and it'll be entertaining in that sense. Um, And I actually think that MJF and Adam Cole will win this match. And they'll have the world title, the AEW tag team, or not the AEW tag team, the Ring of Honor tag team championships. And I think that's the next opponent for FTR if they win. Um, so I, I really don't have anything to say about this match. Um, I'll give MJF and Adam Cole kudos for, for wrestling twice in the same night, which you don't see a whole lot anymore. Um but Kurt, what do you think about this match? I know you like Aussie Open. I do, but I I don't understand why they're doing this right here. This makes no sense at all. None. Yeah, I I don't either. I'm kind of lost on that. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Adam Adam Cole's quest for the Ring of Honor tag team titles came out of nowhere. Yeah, like what the fuck? Like what what what? Yeah, this makes no sense at all. Yeah, it's like I've held every title in Ring of Honor except this. Okay, well, why is that important now? Yeah. Uh, uh, Brandon, what about you? What do you think about this match? Uh, you know, I'm I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> this is just one of them. I'm just like I'm just I'm just I'm, I'm just going to watch. I don't really have a thought. I'm just going to watch. <laughs> it's literally just one of those cars. Like I don't really have nothing. Cause I just, I guess maybe I just, I just hadn't really sat and thought about some of this stuff. But I don't know. I'm just gonna watch and see what happens. Maybe they, may, it might actually turn out okay. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, it's this is fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> this, 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 this is a huge show God. for them. And they, this part is terrible. This the this best y'all come up with. Yeah, because yeah. there's nothing that I'll, that. To be honest with you, the only match I'm probably remotely interested in watching is now that I think about it, probably that damn coffin match because <laughs> it's a gimmick <laughs> match. That's it. And then, and, and, then, and then the championship match because I just kind of I don't know I'm just kind of smelling it or whatever. But I'm like somebody is going to turn, but I hope that it's not MJF this time because we've seen that shit before. So let it be Adam, like let it be Adam Cole turning on MJF. I think that'd be a hell of a story. But other than that, man, the rest of the card, I'm just like kind of shrugging my shoulders at it. Right, and, and they've done, they've really done nothing. Now this, this kind of goes back to what Bully Ray said. <clears throat> he thought it would be a good idea for them to just not announce any matches and just have the cards and let it be a surprise for the fans. 
that's a good idea. I mean, uh, we agreed that that was a good idea and a good way to get the fans to pop. The bad side of that is, for those of us here in the States that are going to be watching on pay-per-view or whatever, you don't know what you're paying for. Because keep in mind, AEW is still charging $49.99 for their pay-per-views. So you drop in $50 and you have no idea what you're going to see. And so they haven't, in my opinion at least, we're a week away. And they really haven't built up, outside of talking about how many tickets they sold and how many people will be there, they've really done nothing to hype up this show. But but this one thing, Ron, I really don't think the AEW, the core fan base, they care. If you would announce anything, they still going to buy the pay-per-view because it's AEW. They're going to buy it. They're going to buy it. And we're going to watch. we all going to watch. They know that. And so it's like, well, you know, we don't have to really put that. I'm not saying that they're deliberately doing this, but it's like they don't have to really put that much into really building that card up to sell tickets. The tickets have already been sold and you already got the viewers, so you got what you wanted. Yeah, that's true. That's one way to look at it. You don't got the money, now take a run. <laughs> exactly. Just go, put on whatever you want to. Now you get you got the money. But I don't know. I think they mindset, I think Tony Khan really think he did a good job this terrible fucking car. This shit is terrible. I agree. Mm-hmm. Because his his lack of linear booking and I'm, I'm not trying. I, I, I'm not trying to sound smarter than I am by saying that, but his his lack of booking things in a logical way that makes sense to tell a story is not there. So because of that, that makes these matches almost seem like they've just been thrown together at the last minute. Now we've had the Swerve, Ar Fox, Darby build up for a couple of weeks now. Uh, maybe two, three weeks. So that's been built up some. But take a look at what, for instance, WWE, what they do. They they build up for, from once they finish a pay-per-view, the, they already have a plan in place for the next pay-per-view, and they build to that in, in most cases. And I'm not saying, look, it's not to say I like everything the WWE is doing. I don't, as we're going to talk about here in a few minutes. But I just think the lack of Tony's ability, or seemingly his lack of ability, to tell a story from one point to another and have it all make sense doesn't exist. So it seems it always seems like matches are just thrown together at the last minute. Right. There's no creativity to this card whatsoever. None. Yeah. Nothing that on this card jumps out at you and just say, hey, I, I really want to see that match right now. There's nothing on this card. Nothing. Nothing at all. But I I agree. And, and look, I I know it seems like you know we we shit on AEW a lot on this show. Um, but all three of us want this promotion to succeed because it's it's more wrestling. But we want it to be good. We want it to be good and successful, not just hey, this is the greatest thing. We don't want to be delusional fans. Um, and the, sad, AEW's, AEW's, the sad part about it is they have enough talent to where it could really be a good show right. if they got the white that's, people involved. Agreed. That's why I was just getting ready to say they got they have a lot of talent, yeah. a lot of vets. Old, they have a lot of old vets who have made money in this business or whatever. And but it's just 
man, the way they putting everything together, it's like I'm just not. But you know, I think it's kind of wrestling overall. But you know, like just stuff that the way they put stuff together is like it's drink. You know, like it's just it. There's no build up. To, you gotta right. like, you gotta warm the oven up before you put the food in it. You get what Thank I'm saying? You. Great analogy. Great analogy. Yes. Yes. Like you can't you you there's another analogy I can use, but I'm not. But you gotta warm the oven up. <laughs> you got. <laughs> Y'all knew exactly where I was. You yes, exactly I, I, was I believe I do, yes. <laughs> but you have to <laughs> You got to warm the oven up before you cook anything because if you don't, yeah. All right. I'm... <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, but yeah, just... I mean, it, it, it... We'll see, man. Maybe, maybe we will be completely surprised. Um, I hope, I hope so. Me too. Me too. And and maybe everything will be much, much better than we have laid out here today. But we'll just have to wait and see till next Saturday. So now that next Saturday is out of the way, let's go to last Saturday and talk about. WWE SummerSlam 2003 uh, took place in uh, in Detroit, Michigan, at Ford Field. Um, uh, I'm not going to what in the world. Um, I'm not going to get into uh, politics, but I will say this: WWE. The next time you want to hype your show up when you're in Detroit, how about actually getting somebody that's from Detroit? Kid Rock is not from Detroit. Kid Rock is from Romeo, Michigan, which is about an hour outside of Detroit. Stop. Stop. That stringy-headed son of a bitch, he ain't worth shit. Oh, God. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. That's why I'm watching that. And he's like, this is how we do it in the 303 or whatever the, the zip code is. I'm like, motherfucker, you're not even from there. So, Brad, as you can tell, Ron is not a Kid Rock fan. I see. <laughs> He'll pop said, bring back Rhino. I would be all in favor of that. Hey, they could have had Kiss come out before Detroit Rock Thank City. I said that. I said that you could have perfect. Kiss come out. Kevin Nash is from Detroit. You could have anybody you wanted to. I'm still, to I'm still trying to figure out, like anytime when the um um like anytime um like anybody has a big show in Detroit, I'm like either use that damn that damn Kiss Detroit Rock City would be the perfect song to uh, do the shows or, or have them perform. It, that it would be perfect. Detroit Rock City. Come on, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I just I just I, I, look look. I won't lie. I I won't lie. When Devil Without a Cause or uh, yeah, Devil Without a Cause came out, I liked it. I'm not gonna sit here and lie. But Kid Rock and and when uh, Undertaker was coming out to his music, I liked that. Yeah. But, but over the years, he's shown himself to be an absolute fucking idiot. And I I. Lost all respect for him. I don't like any of his music anymore. Um, and yes, I will say politics plays a part in that. But it's more about 
how he has presented himself along with those politics that bother me more so than the politics. That's enough of that. Let's get into the show. Um, at the end of everything, we're going to go match by match. At the end of everything, we'll give our uh, our good, bad, and ugly for the uh, for the show, the entire show, and uh, give a uh, a grade rating from A to F on this uh, on this show. Okay, so uh, who won the, the um, most matches last week? Y'all take it. I got it wrote down. Oh damn! I forgot all about this damn cat. I, I did too, to be because I like, and I'll, I'll be honest. I I should have um, stayed on top of that because, in fairness to Kurt, Kurt had other things going on. So, um, but what I will do as we talk about the uh, the matches, I'll say who won what. Uh, or who guessed who would win what and try to keep score that way. Okay. If what I just said made any damn sense whatsoever, because I think I just I, confused myself. I, so. I, I got what you, I got what you <laughs> All right, got man. Uh, the first match on the card, because uh, Logan had to get to Detroit. Detroit. God damn it. Had to get to Las Vegas to, to be there with Jake as he fought Nate Diaz. Um Ricochet versus Logan Paul. Um, I thought this match was, I won't say very good. I thought it was good. Um, they did not disappoint with the spots that they did. Logan Paul doing a buckshot lariat from the ring to the floor. That shit was impressive to me. Um, Logan Paul got the win as, as he needed to uh, because he's lost a whole lot here lately. Uh, no word on when he'll be back. And he walked away with a black eye. So there were some potatoes thrown in this match, too. Um, good no, match no overall. Why. Say what? You know why? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, because of girlfriend remarks? Yep. Uh, um, but, yeah, overall, I think it was a really good match. Again, I, I, what I think of Logan Paul as a person may be something completely different. Or as I should say, as a person, because I don't know him personally, but as a internet personality, may be different. But thus far in the WWE ring, you can't do anything to give this guy his his praise. He's he's done well, I think. Um, he's he's been in main events. He's faced Roman Reigns. Um, so kudos to to Logan Paul, man. Uh, good win here. Good match overall by both guys. Kurt, what did you think? I thought it was good. Uh- very good match. I think they're excellent opponents for each other. They bring out the best in each other. I thought it was good overall. Okay. All right. And and Brandon, what did you think? I thought it was a good match. And I thought that um um I guess tying Samantha Irvin into the storyline kind of put some intrigue onto the story and to the match or whatever, and you know, getting that shot and when she had to announce him as the winner and she pissed and all that. But um <laughs> That, she is a beautiful woman. I'm sorry, she's she's right. a beautiful. But you know, but it was a girl, huh? She never did enough for that to win. Yeah, she did. I didn't. I didn't think she'd say anything. I honestly can't oh, remember, she, but I remember the yeah, look no, on her she, face. She, yeah, see, because the camera panned to her. Yeah, she announced it. And she was pissed, but you know, it was a good <laughs> match. And that damn yes, that buckshot Larry to the to the um to the outside. That 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 was pretty goddamn cool. So, you know, it, it seems like every match that Logan Paul has, he give us a moment. And so that's that's impressive for him to 
pretty much be coming from the outside out of nowhere, almost like Kurt Angle did back in the day, just coming from the outside out of nowhere and just, just showing out in the wrestling ring like that. He's doing stuff dudes that have been in the business 10, 15 years can't do. So it's, 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 it's impressive, and he got a much, much needed win. So, yeah. you know, I, I thought it was a good – I thought it was a pretty, pretty good opener for the um for the show. I, I like it. Yeah, and I think it set a good pace for the rest of the nights. Um. Yeah, I mean, it was it was just a, a good opening match, um, and I like like what y'all said that uh, Ricochet and, and Logan Paul seem to bring out the best in each other because this is the best Ricochet match I've seen in a while. Um, I think Ricochet looked good, very good in this match. Um, so with the picks, uh, Brandon did choose Logan Paul. Uh, <laughs> actually, uh. uh Brandon chose Logan Paul. I chose Logan Paul. Hill Club chose Logan Paul. Uh, after he switched from the double count out Hill Club. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And, Kurt, you chose Logan Paul as well, if I remember correctly, right? I, I don't know. I'll <laughs> tell you what. Let's, let's scrap that for this pay-per-view. Let's just call that one a, a, a miss on this one. All right. So let's go on to the next match. I can get to it, damn it. Just so you know, um, Bleacher Report gave this match, the Logan Paul uh, Ricochet match, an A minus, which I would actually agree with in this case. Yeah. All right. Next up was Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes 3. Um, I thought that the way they built up to this match got really stale really quick. And I was damn near almost not interested in seeing this match. Um, but what they did with the match, to me, was good. Um, wasn't the best match I think that either one of them have ever had, but it was it was a good match for those two to end this trilogy. Um, good spots in the match. Uh, what Brock did at the end of the match was unexpected by everybody. Uh, including Cody himself. Uh, so I just think this was a good match, a uh, good way for Brock to ride off into the sunset until he's ready to come back again and earn some more millions of dollars. Um, Brandon, what did you think about this match? The match turned out to be better than what I anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I did, I liked the match. I liked how it was laid out, and I loved the, uh, and I did, I did like the finish. It took three of those, uh, three of those that moved that Kurt hates so much. To put the big man down, <laughs> but I, overall, I thought I thought it was a I thought it was a really good match. I really did. I didn't and I didn't have much expectations for it, especially because it wasn't a gimmick match like I thought it could have been, but um, or should have been. But yeah, it's it's pretty good. I like it. I agree. Good. I agree. Kurt, what were your thoughts on this one? But this work, this grew you last week, and I couldn't say anything when you were saying Cody needs to be dominant in this match. The way they did this match is exactly how I thought it should go. And if I had to write it, I would have wrote it the exact same way. This is how I thought it should have went. That Brock beat the hell out of Cody the whole match. And at the end, Cody come back and win. I thought that was wonderful. And it's a good way to do it. But that, I think he had the weakest goddamn finish in the fucking wacky <laughs> thing. <laughs> that fucking 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 Terrible. That's a finish in the I, t- I tell world. you, I hate the the backspring off of the the ropes more than I hate the the finisher. 
Yeah, but this match was they laid it out perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I agree. It was a very good match. Um Bleacher Report gives it a B plus. I would I would probably give it an A myself, but Bleacher Report gave it a B plus. Next up is the Slim Jim SummerSlam Battle Royal. And did you notice that they they did inc- <laughs> they did include Macho Man Randy Savage? Absolutely, and I loved it. Yeah, I'm, I, back, I thought, I'm back to my childhood. I loved it. Um, what happened? What happened? It, no, it's just that you know WWE never really likes to mention Macho Man, and just the fact I was curious when we talked about this last week. I was curious if they would use Macho Man's. Uh, Anything from Macho Man with regards to Slim Jim, and he did. Okay. That's all. <clears throat> um, this was a, uh, a battle royal, so there's not really much to report on here. Um, we did see the re- return of almost. Um, it's been a while since we've seen him, but he's back. Um, I, I really have nothing much to say about this. It was a battle royal. Um I don't remember any surprise entry. Actually, everybody was in the it ring except no. AJ and LA Knight at the beginning. There was no, there was no surprise. Well, yeah. I think the only surprise was Omos because he'd been away, but there was no surprise other than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it was a, it was a battle royal. Um, LA Knight comes out the winner, which I think was a very smart move. Yep. Um, so we'll see what what comes with him, what they do with him. I still don't like, yeah, I still don't like that. But, you know, he's been doing that shit since, you know, five, ten years ago. So um, either one of you guys got anything to add about about this match? Now, I did pick LA back to win. I know that. But, yes, a bad one. <laughs> I think they did a good job. They picked the right person to win. I agree. I agree. Um, I, I think he has a, a good upside. Um, so we'll move on to the next match. Shayna Baszler versus Ronda Rousey in an MMA rules match. Huh. This, I was actually looking forward to this match um, with an asterisk beside it. Meaning, if they really let them compete like they do in MMA. <clears throat> and in some ways they did, some ways they didn't. Um, but I was, I was... The right person won. Of course, we we knew with Ronda going out who was going to win, but um, it, it was a it was a boring match. Let's, in my opinion, at least, it was a boring match, um, and I think that's that's a, a what's the word I'm looking for? I can't think of what I'm trying to say, but Shayna deserved better than that. I think for this win, um, Kurt, what did you think about this match? I didn't think it was boring at all. I thought it was pretty good. And um, that kick that um, Shayna Baszler did on Ronda Rousey, I was like, that shit had to hurt. <laughs> but I thought it was a pretty good match. I didn't think it was boring whatsoever. I thought yeah. the beginning, I thought it when um, they, it appeared Shayna Baszler were hurt before we were looking at it. I didn't like that part, but overall, I thought it was good. Okay. All right. Brandon, what did you think about the match? Memphis, which I liked the match too. It was hard. It was um, it was just a hard hitting match. It looked like they were fighting for real. And yeah. <laughs> if you see how Shayna Baszler came to the ring, 
with that damn Shiner Owl smoking yes. all beat up that next night, boy. I said, they <laughs> first, the Shiner Basler came on the screen. I said, God damn, they beat the hell out of each other last night, man. <laughs> so they, they be shit. They literally, because I know a lot of people like tune that match out or whatever, man, because it wasn't, this, this was not a sports entertainment match. That was like a legit MMA fight. They beat the shit out of each other. They really did. And I enjoyed every minute of it. They beat the hell out. They really beat the hell out of each other. I think Drayna Baszler broke her thumb or something too and still came out. She was in, she had a, uh, her hand in the cast. Oh, damn. Yeah. I didn't even she notice it. Yeah. I, like, I, I saw the, the black eye and everything, but I didn't notice the cast. Yeah, they, 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 before the match, they, um, before the match with, that she had with Zoe Stark on Raw, they went down to list the injuries she had. She had several injuries oh, damn. coming out of that match. They beat the shit out of each other, for real. So I don't know how Ronda is looking, because, you know, she's pretty much gone now, but Jesus Christ. That damn, the, uh, <laughs> Kurt referenced that kick, man. She might have, shit, she might have got cracked in the audible, audible bone or something. <laughs> that, God damn. <laughs> they beat um, the hell out of each other. Bleacher Report gave this one a B minus. Um, I would have probably given it a C or so, but um, you guys seem to like it. Maybe I need to go back and rewatch it. I don't know. Maybe I just kind of zoned out. It wasn't. It wasn't. You had to watch that match like it wasn't like sports <clears throat> entertainment. That was like a legitimate MMA match. Brandon, yeah. we don't say that dirty word on this show. We say wrestling. No, you know what you know what I mean. I know what you I mean. Use, I know what probably, you mean. If I got to use sports entertainment, I'm using it for a reason, sir. That's another thing on the Jericho Appreciation Society thing. They were like, Chris, I enjoy being a sports entertainer. Uh, anyway, don't get me started on that shit. Um, next up was Gunta versus Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental title. Um, I thought this was a good match. Um I think both guys did well. Hard hitting, as always, with Gunther. Those chops are hell. Um, Gunther retains his title. It's going to be interesting to see where he go with him. <clears throat> because who who would be the next logical person to step up and challenge Gunther? I don't have an answer for that myself. But uh, it, it'll be very interesting to see where they go with him. And he is just literally days away, I believe, from eclipsing the Honky Tonk Man as the longest reigning intercontinental champion. Thank Um, God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, um, you know, I I thought it was a pretty good match. Um, I think this, to me, fit what Drew McIntyre does best. Um, I thought he looked real good in the match. Of course, Gunther looked good in the match. So I liked it. Uh, Kurt, what did you think about this one? I, did, I, I don't know why, but I didn't like this match at all. Hmm. Yeah, I think they've had better matches. And maybe I'm looking at what they had before, and I'm judging this one against the next head in the, in the past. But I didn't like it. Okay. All right. Um, Brandon, what did you think about this one? I thought the match was I, I, I thought the match was okay. It wasn't my favorite match of the night, but I thought the match was I thought the match was okay. Typical hard hitting match with nothing I didn't expect. I think both I think both guys like really did their thing or whatever. But you know it wasn't wasn't my highlight of the night or anything. But I thought it was pretty decent overall. Yeah, and then just 
I would love to see a picture of what Drew McIntyre's chest looked like the next day. She might. Uh, <laughs> because he was lighting his ass up. Looking probably looked like ground beef. <laughs> uh, Bleacher Report gave this match a B plus. I would probably, I would, I personally would probably agree with that. Um, <clears throat> next match was Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor for the World Heavyweight Championship. Um, this match was better than I thought it would be. Um, good action throughout. Uh, the 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 throwback to the buckle bomb. Um, with Finn doing it this time to, uh, to Seth outside the ring in the same spot, same location as, as the one when Finn got injured. What I didn't like about the match was the finish. Um, I just thought the finish was a little sloppy. Uh, I wasn't mad at the way they did it, just the way it played out. It just looked a little sloppy. Um, outside of that, I think it was a, say what, Kurt? I didn't say anything. Oh, I thought you said something. I thought I heard something. Um, but yeah, good match. Um, I just, I just thought the, the finish was a little sloppy. Um, Brandon, what did you think about this one? Um, I thought it was a good match as well, and I was thoroughly because I was just sure I'm like Finn Balor's going to win tonight. So I was thoroughly sure that you know that was going to go the way it was going that it was going to go the way I thought it was going to go, but it didn't. So I was a little let down a little bit, but. You know, I thought it was a good. It was a good match overall. I just felt like the wrong person went over. Yeah, I I thought Finn was going to win too, and I thought that there may be a chance that Damian cashed in on Finn. That would have been something, <clears throat> but didn't happen. So we'll see where this goes. Uh, Kurt, what did you think about this match? I thought it was a good match as well, but I thought Finn Balor should have went over. And I do agree with you, Ron. I would have loved to see a Finn win. And then Damien Cash came to beat him. I thought I think you can get a lot out of that, but I didn't. I didn't like the finish either. But I thought it match was good. Yeah, uh, Bleacher Report gave it an A. I would agree with that. I think, like I said, the match itself was good. Just the execution of the finish was a little sloppy to me. Um, I wouldn't give it that. All right. Next up is Oscar versus Charlotte versus Bianca Belair for the WWE. Women's Championship. Um, I think all three of us was looking forward to this match. Uh, it didn't disappoint in terms of action. Um, it it was better than most three-way matches. So I liked the match. I thought it was good. And then to see EO cash in and win the match, um, I, thought, I thought that was the right call to make. Uh, I hate to see it be Bianca Belair that, that lost the belt in like 2.5 seconds, but um, I do like the cash in and and I like EO Sky, so we'll see. You, you've got a you've got a built in uh, feud with her and Bianca right away because of that. So um, I'm interested in seeing what they're going to do with EO Sky and Bianca Belair going forward. Um, I thought it was a good match. Uh, Brandon, what did you think? I thought it was a good match. I thought I think that that was a candidate for the match of the night. I actually went back and watched it twice and liked it the second time. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was a good match. And I know because after first of all, Bianca sold the shit out of her knee doing all that damn. Man, yes, I thought she, she was sold injured the too. Hell I thought she was legitimately hurt. And I was like, I sound like it sounded like she was down there crying. And I was like, oh damn, like she really got hurt. And then you know she came in and finished the match or whatever. And so then, you know, I heard, you know, one of my favorite entrance musics right now. I heard that music and I was like, oh, well, 
They was set up. So, <laughs> and that gives Bianca an out because, you know, she injured her knee. And so now, yeah, that's a built-in, um, you're absolutely right. It's a built-in feud. And then on the, on the other hand, I was like, damn, I said, it got Bianca again. Two years in a row. <laughs> so, or was it, uh, was it the year before last when Becky beat her? Something like that. But I'm like, yeah, they done got her again or whatever. So, um, but yeah, I'm excited for, um, I'm very happy for EO. Like, <clears throat> she's one of my favorite performers right now, male or female. Like, I really like EO and I'm, I'm glad she was able to win it. And the whole thing just makes sense. Yeah. And so that's yeah. a, um, that's a, that's a few that I'm looking forward to watching and see how that, how that play out. And who knows? Cause I don't know if y'all been, Looking or not, but you know, Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits done hooked up, so I'm, I don't know. Maybe Bianca might lose again, and she flipped the script, and you know they be like, "Hey, come on over here, and we gonna get you back right." And then who knows? We'll see. I don't know. There's so many ways it can go. So yeah, I agree. <clears throat> Kurt, what did you think about the match? I thought it was a good match. Um, I didn't like the ending, but I understand why you did it because I agree with you, Ron. That is a judging rivalry you can have with Bianca and Io. So I definitely think you can have uh, longevity in that. Okay. And uh, Bleacher Report gave it a B plus. Um, I would probably give it an A personally, but uh, Bleacher Report gave it a B plus. Um, before I get to the main event, uh, Brandon, I know you you and I were talking about it um, last night. Did you get a chance to go back and watch everything? I just watched the highlights or whatever, but I didn't feel the need to go back and watch the whole match because I knew what happened. So Okay. All right. So main event was Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Damn, that's a long name for a championship. Um in a tribe <clears throat> excuse me. In a tribal combat match. Um I don't really know where to begin with this because all tribal combat meant to them was a no DQ match. Pretty much. Um, I think they could have done something to make the match different simply because it was a, a tribal combat match. It sounds different. It ought to look different. It ought to feel different. But it didn't. It felt like any number of... No disqualification matches that WWE, AEW, or whoever has had over the last however many years. Um, I I didn't feel like anything special came out of this match. Um, I felt like it was too long. It the I think the the people involved did well, but I think the match overall it was just, to me was just a bad match. Um, it it. Went on way too long, as I said. Um, it was it wasn't sloppy, but it didn't offer anything different than any other um, no disqualification match. And I would like to point out, you would think that with it being a tribal combat match, right, and they, they're honoring the ancestors and their heritage and things of that nature. Um, I know Roman Reigns is the heel, and I know that that. Um, Solo runs with him, but where in tribal combat does another person get to fight on your behalf? Um, interference, okay, maybe, but um, I, I didn't like that part of it. I definitely didn't like what they had, uh, what they did rather with Jimmy 
It made zero sense. Um, I thus far, maybe I missed it, but I thus far haven't heard any explanation for it. Maybe you guys could, could fill me in on that if you've heard anything. But it made zero sense. Um, and I think that it was an attempt to add another layer to the bloodline. But I think this time they got it wrong, in my opinion. Um, so I, I really didn't like the match. Um, Roman Reigns retains his title. I don't see, I didn't expect him to lose. I don't expect him to lose to WrestleMania. But I just think that this match could have been done much, much better and in a much, much different way. Um, Kurt, what did you think? Um, I didn't hate the match, but I thought it was way too long. Um, the ending, I saw something happen, so I wasn't mad with the ending. But I am kind of pissed off or disappointed in how they did SmackDown last night. Cause that made zero sense on what they did last night. So right now, I have no idea where they're going with this whole angle right now. Like last night, what they did with Jimmy and Jay was stupid as hell. Yeah, so you got to go back and look. Got to go back and look at SmackDown. Yeah, I'll definitely do that because I, I want to. Like, the good thing about this, and here's where I'll praise what they've done with the with the bloodline. The good thing about this is I'm legitimately interested in knowing why. I want to know the why. Why Jimmy? Why? <laughs> so they they at least they did a good job with that. Um, You're gonna be pissed off because they did do a good job of explaining why. You gonna be pissed ah, okay. off. It made no fucking sense on what they did last night. So go back and just watch the end of the SmackDown last night. And if you're mad now or was mad, then you're going to be mad. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, Brandon, uh, you said you had a chance to check out the uh, the highlights. What did you think about what you saw? Um, I think that they, if it was going to be a tribal combat match, like, okay, I give you an example. A few weeks ago when they had Raw in Atlanta, they did the uh, the uh, Alpha Academy and um, the Viking Raiders, and that particular match that kind of you know it was like the I forgot the name what they call it like the Viking something I don't know, but all of the props and everything around the ring was tailored to like their culture or their their gimmick that they're portraying like they're actual Vikings, and they used everything that was around the ring and they put on a great gimmick match that made sense and it tailored to um, the Viking Raiders gimmick. So, basically, I'm like, okay, now the Tribal Combat match. I'm expecting to see things that look like, okay, we are in Samoa or something like that, and we didn't see none of that. It was basically a glorified no disqualification match. <clears throat> Best thing about that match was probably Jimmy Uso, uh, Jay Uso's entrance to me. Um, this was probably the flattest uh, championship defense I've seen Roman Reigns had. And I'm not saying that, you know, you know, both wrestlers, you know, they, they worked hard or whatever. But what I just wasn't, first of all, we all kind of knew who was going to win. And I just wasn't invested in the match. And then at the end, you know, when Jimmy comes and super kicks him or whatever, and I'm like, what? But then, you know, if you sit back and think about it, okay, maybe Jimmy jealous that Jay getting all the main event spots and all this other shit, maybe. And then, you know, you watch SmackDown and you see the explanation and you're just like, oh, come on, man. So, <laughs> yeah, man, I, I just, it, it wasn't my favorite. Um, It wasn't my favorite main event. I, I can't, really, it just wasn't my favorite match. Check this out. <clears throat> Bleacher Report gave that match an A-minus. 
Nah. No fucking way. I, I no agree. Fucking. No way that that match was an A minus. Um, no I would grade nah. that match harsh and give it a D. Um, but uh, one of the comments they have here on Bleacher Report is a lot of people seem to think that a bunch of members of the family were going to be there in attendance for some reason. Well, of course they thought people were going to be there. This is a tribal, it was, a, you know, when you say the words tribal combat, it seems like it's a major event, a big thing that's going to happen. So, yeah, I would think that you would have people around the around the ring or sitting there in the crowd. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. So that was SummerSlam, folks. Um, Hill Club says C-plus for the match. I wouldn't put a plus on it at all. Um, <laughs> I just, I didn't like the match at all. Um, I was happy for Jay for him to get this main event moment, but, uh, okay. So we're on the same page there, Hill Club. Uh, Hill Club says the plus was for Jay stepping up. Um, before we go into yeah. our, our good, bad, and ugly, um, Brandon, what would you give this this pay per view uh, as far as a grade A to F? What would you give it? Uh, overall, I would give it a B minus. Okay, um, I would I would probably I would probably agree with you on the on the B minus. Um, Kurt, what do you what did what would if I can talk here? God damn it! What would your grade be for this pay per view? I would give it a B. Okay. I would give it a B. Hill Club also agrees that it would be All right, and Kurt, I'll let you kick off with uh, Good, Bad, and Ugly. What was your good? My good was the ladies' match. I thought that was a good, very good match. Uh, bad was just a Roman Reigns match going too long, and I don't have ugly. I don't think anything was ugly about the show at all. I thought it was good, so no, okay. no ugly. All right. Brandon, what about you? What's your good, bad, and ugly of the show? My good was <clears throat> my good was the women's match and the um cash in money in the bank. That was good. Um uh my bad, I would say the um the main event and I don't really have a ugly. Okay. I really say anything was really ugly, okay. but yeah. Um my good would be uh Brock and Cody. Um the match was good, the ending was Unexpected by everybody, <laughs> which I didn't know that at the time. But um, yeah, it was, a, it was a good match. Um, what's going on, Steels? Welcome to the show. Steels, uh, my uh, my bad would be the main event. Um, as we said a number of times here, it just went on too long. Um, it just wasn't very coherent. And my ugly would be Jimmy Uso. Uh, simply because as of right now, I don't know why he did what he did. I thought it was, um, it, it was, it was surprising, but not in the, oh shit type of way. It was, right. it was surprising in the, what the fuck kind of way. Um, so, you know, we'll see where they go with this. Um, but that's my good, bad, and ugly. Uh, let me ask this before we start to wrap things up here. Um, what do you guys think about the Bloodline storyline overall? Do you think it's it's ran its course, or do you think they still have life left in it? They had life into it until last night, so you got to watch SmackDown in your sleep. All right, I'll check that out. I'll check that out. 
Brandon, you feel about the same way with with the bloodline? Yeah, I, I think that um, I I'm not saying that it should the bloodline storyline should be just scrapped all together at all, but I think that it's time to like kind of take a break from it. Let that still keep going the way it's going, but let that take a break from it. Let Roman go find another opponent and, you know, everybody kind of do their own little thing for a minute and then just kind of come back together. Cause I think it's getting, right. it's getting a little stale. Cause I feel like, I think, I feel like it's getting stale because it's getting, it's just overexposed. Like we see it every week. Let's just kind of take a break. Let me miss it for a while and come back to it. <laughs> hey, Hill Club, man, that ain't, that ain't right. Everybody has but the whole No, I'm joking with just I'm just joking with you, Hill Club. Um but yeah, still I didn't I didn't uh watch SmackDown last night. I don't know what I did wrong, but there was a the football game was on yesterday and I tried finding SmackDown but I couldn't find it. So um now that I know that it did air, I will go back and watch it. Find out what in the hell Jimmy had to say, find out why everybody is uh is beating up on him, or beating up on what happened, rather. Uh, so, but yeah, man, overall, I think that was a good showing by WWE. I think everything went off pretty much as it should have, except for the main event. Um, I think where, where they set themselves up for failure was saying tribal combat, but then doing absolutely nothing different. Right. Um it was just the same shit. So, but that's just my take on it. Um, I don't know of anything else left to discuss, fellas. So, uh, did you want to, um, did you want to discuss what we talked about with Eric Bischoff last night? Oh yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, and I wish I had gone back and, and re-listened to his, uh, his, uh, podcast to, to know, to remember exactly what he said. But, um, we can go back to uh, to the dark side of the ring, dash at the beach, because I asked the question, um, who do you believe, Russo or Bischoff? And I think unanimously that was Bischoff. And uh, Kurt and Brandon know that when we went to StarCast last year, I, I actually bought a meet and greet with Eric Bischoff um, because I, I had read the book uh, Nitro and heard some of the reasons outside of just it being Eric Bischoff's fault that WCW fell apart. And I had a new, kind of new, different respect for, for Eric Bischoff. And then listening to his show, um, I liked some of the things he said. I thought he was pretty um, level, pretty even with, with the, the praise and the the knocks that he gave people but this past episode and I don't remember exactly what it was he said specifically but he he basically went on to shit on internet wrestling fans and how we don't know what we're talking about um, that we don't have a clue we're, we're running our mouths and having opinions and don't really know uh anything about the wrestling business. Now, I'll be fair and say he did say it wasn't all internet wrestling fans, but I lost a lot of damn respect for Eric Bischoff uh, listening to that episode because I thought it was it was very disrespectful 
and and I'll even include the people, the AEW hardcore fans in this, and they are some of the most illogical fans that I've seen in a long time. But I think it was really disrespectful for him to say that the way he did. Um, because if he'll remember, we are the base that supports what they do in the wrestling business. And to uh, to to shit on people like that, I, I don't know. I didn't like it. I thought it was uh, low class on Eric Bischoff's part. And um, I don't know, man. I just look at him in a different way. It's almost like he has contempt for us. Um, and I, I just didn't appreciate that. So if either one of you guys want to chime in, feel free. I have one question. So if he said it wasn't everybody, I'm trying to figure out why you're upset if he said it wasn't everybody. Go back and listen to the show. I'll, tr- I'll try to go back today and find, give you the time clip of where it is, and okay. you can hear it. It's just, how can I say and this? I, I, I understand where you're going because that's where, so you might be feeling the same way I'm feeling right now about Jim Ross. And that's why I want you and Brandon to go back and listen to his last show and pick it up at the 37-minute mark and listen to it and tell me what you think. Okay. Because I'm hearing it, and I'm like, I don't know how to take it. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll go check that out. But that's that's kind of how I, I am with Bishop. I'm, I'm like, I don't know how to take that. Well, I shouldn't say I don't know how to take that because I just laid out exactly how I took it. But I don't know, man. It, it just felt like, as a fan, and I've been watching since I was six, seven years old, and I'm 47. It just, it just felt like you think we know nothing that we're, we're, uh, we, we shouldn't have an opinion on anything, and that we shouldn't critique anything because we don't know what we're talking about. And I just think that's pretty shitty to say because everybody is is welcome to an opinion. And uh, I don't know, man. It just, it just, it just struck me in a certain way. I'm about to go back and listen because if you said it's not all. Internet fans, then I, I don't know how to take that. Yeah, and I like you gave us a, a time frame. I'll try to go back today and, and give you a time frame of when to check it out, what, uh, specifically what part to go to. Um, but yeah, man, I was because I remember, <laughs> I don't, I think it was you, Kurt, uh, when we went to Starcast. I said I got a meet and greet with Eric Bischoff, and uh, you were like, "Wow." <laughs> 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 oh, man. So, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's really all I had to say about that. Um, uh, you know, I've commented before on some of the things he's, he's had to say about CM Punk, where I think he's a hundred percent wrong on that. And then just yesterday when I heard that, I'm like, well, shit, man, that's kind of a hard stance to take on fans. So, but, you know, that's just how I saw it. Um, I'll let you listen to it, and then you give me your opinion. So that will do. All right, Kurt. It was great to have you back this week. Um, I'm glad to hear everything's going better. Um, you were definitely missed, and that's not to say that me and Brandon didn't have fun. We definitely had fun, but uh, without the three of us here, it's just different. So yeah. I know. So. I tried to call in, but it didn't work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just didn't work right. So, 
But folks, we appreciate y'all listening. Um, Hill Club, thank you. We appreciate uh, you telling us it was a good show. We appreciate your support, Steels. Thank you for joining us. Um, everybody else that joined us, thank you. We appreciate the support. Please check us out on Facebook, the Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast. Uh, there's a group and an official page. Check us out on Instagram. Um, and I've also created a Threads account for the show. Um, so I'm going to try to be more active with that. But check us out on social media. Uh, be sure to like the show, please. Be sure to subscribe to the show and, and get notifications so you know when we go live. Because sometimes we do do special episodes um, outside of the Saturday episode. But we are here every Saturday at 10 a.m. unless something comes up. Uh, so please join us next week and for the uh, foreseeable future. Uh, Brandon, Kirk, uh, you guys got any final thoughts? Everybody have a good weekend. Uh, watch the tonight and watch uh, all in next Saturday. All right, Brandon. All right, everybody have a, everybody have a good week. Enjoy your weekend and we'll see y'all next time. All right, Kirk, if you would please, we missed you last week. Send us out of here. Peace.